This podcast is now streaming on the Accounting Influencers main show. Subscribe to the Accounting Influences podcast to listen to more content just like this. You can also watch this episode on YouTube. Please like and subscribe to learn even more from the very best experts, thought leaders and influencers in the accounting and fintech world. Accounting Influencers Broadcast Network presents Insights in Accounting. Insights in Accounting. Sponsored by World First. With Rob Brown and Martin Bissett. stuff out there keeping abreast of all the things you need to keep account of with you as an accounting professional and indeed you fintech software providers advisors suppliers to the accounting profession and that's why we have insights in accounting part of our accounting influences broadcast network where we give you the news the commentary and the insights that come from it and the applications for you as an accounting bookkeeping finance professional martin this is where you look over the many many pieces out there what's caught your eye this week so this week, we have an article uh, found on rightnetworks.com, their blog, by, and I am a stickler for getting names right, so I hope I get this right, by Kiara Williams. The title is CPA versus Accountant, What's the Difference? And the list of the shit might be going, who cares? And well, I care, guys, and here's why. One of my real pet peeves is this massive need to call the accounting profession an industry. Mostly vendors do it, uh, and younger accountants do it because they forget the history of accountants and they forget that it is a professional qualification. And in England, it has a royal charter mark, which makes it a chartered profession. Therefore, chartered accountant comes from that. And it's not the same as any other industry. So the accounting profession is those who are qualified and practice um, the profession of accounting. And accounting industry is everybody else and the rest of us who supply it and operate around it. And we're trying to put a professional slant on this, a bit like the doctors, that's a profession, the legal profession we talk about, because they've earned their stripes, they've put blood, sweat and tears into very difficult qualifications. So they've earned the right to be designated as a professional, unlike, say, someone that's certified in software or has just rocked up and put out a shingle. Yeah. So would you say legal profession or would you say legal industry? Would you say medical profession or would you say medical industry? Obviously, you say profession. So in accounting, you say profession. So that's you lot told. Now we've done that. We move on to CPA versus accountant. What's the difference? Kiara's blog article here says, when choosing an accountant or CPA for your business, where does one start? Often those terms, CPA and accountant, are thrown around interchangeably, just like profession and industry are. Still, to make the most of your resources and budget, you should understand the key differences between the roles before determining which kind of financial professional, look at that, professional, almost as if it's a profession, you need since accountants generally cost much less to employ than a CPA. Now, obviously here we are speaking to territories where CPA is regularly employed. CPA is employed in the United Kingdom, but not regularly. In the US and Canada, obviously very regularly, and in other territories too. So she says, this article will share the key differences between the two. And Martin, just for sake of terms, CPA is mostly a North American term as we understand it. Certified public accountant, is that right? That is correct. Certified public accountant is correct. So there is a distinction to be made between that and just accountants. And here we talk about being in private practice rather than being an accountant in industry. So a private accountant would be the same as a public accountant there in the US. Indeed, indeed. So she says, ultimately, what do you hope to achieve 
by seeking an accounting professional? That's a great question in general. Do businesses think of anything other than unhuman books, don't do they think beyond that? You know, what do they hope to achieve by seeking an accounting professional? And Chiara makes the point that certified public accountants, CPAs, are legally allowed to do several things for clients that non-licensed accountants cannot do. So by that, she means that anyone can call themselves an accountant, but not anyone can call themselves a CPA. And here's some examples. CPAs can and accountants can't do audit and attest work file reports with the Securities and Exchange Commission, the SEC, act as a representative before the IRS, Inland Revenue Service. Additionally, CPAs, Certified Public Accountants, must follow state-specific education requirements. They must pass the Uniform CPA examination. They must adhere to AICPA, that's the American Institute of Certified Public Accountants examination and standards. And they must earn continuing education credit, CPE, to keep their certification in place. Now, that's where CPAs score over accountants. On the flip side, says Chiara, an accountant doesn't require any specific licensure or educational requirements or adhere to a specific professional, ethical, or fiduciary standards like CPAs. Now, for those of you listening outside of North America, in the UK, perhaps, or Australia, go, well, what about us? Well, yeah, unfortunately, now it's here as well, because if you notice you will see organizations that will carry out your books and records for you, and they are zero certified advisors. That's not the same thing as being a qualified accountant. So basically, in this uh, article, which we'll put the link in for you, she goes through all the differences between CPA accountants on, in the categories of education, of examination, of what they are licensed to do, of what they are required to do to maintain their, their designation, the difference on code of ethics, for example, where a CPA has a five-point code of ethics, an accountant has none, and their fiduciary responsibility. So to provide balance then, she gives us five times where an accountant is actually a better bet, a better option, and where it would make more sense than a CPA. And that is that number one, you need someone to record financial transactions only. Number two, you need someone to help supervise bookkeepers. Number three, your company has grown and you're looking to hire someone to help handle payroll. Number four, you need help analyzing financial statements and reconciling accounts. And number five, budgeting has proved challenging and you're looking for someone to help create, maintain, and examine them monthly or quarterly or annually. So all CPAs are accountants, she says, but not all accountants, of course, are CPAs. And therefore, her suggestion is that before making any decision about employing a CPA versus an accountant, consider three things. Number one, Check out the exact requirements for your state. Number two, consult with similar businesses in your state. And number three, determine the type of work your new employee will be doing. Now, you might be thinking, why on earth have we picked that for this when we are accountants listening to you, when we are CPAs listening to you? We I'm know just, the difference. I'm just thinking, Martin, the Association of Chartered and Certified Accountants here in the UK, the Institute of Chartered Accountants in England and Wales, the ICAW, they will say that people that qualify through our examinations hold all of these accolades. Yes, indeed, indeed. And the reason is, we know that our listenership is made up of many different people, not just practice owners, but those who perhaps are new to the profession, whether they are in practice or whether they are in industry or whether they are working for a vendor of some kind. And they aren't necessarily aware of the history of the accounting profession and the nuances contained therein. Therefore, using the incorrect language, therefore, showing themselves up to be inexperienced in the eyes and ears of those who are 
experienced. So we don't presume that absolutely everybody listening to this show is an accounting firm owner, although a vast majority are. We're playing here to the other elements of our audience that we know we have, who are perhaps new to this or not familiar with the background and not familiar with the context and can benefit in their careers by using the correct terminology and helping their clients make the correct choices. We talk about empathy, which is uh, understanding the world of your audience, walking in their shoes, associating with their problems, using their language. And this is where you as fintech providers, advisors, suppliers to the accounting profession can speak with a little bit more authority. Must do a shout out to SEMA as well, the Charter Institute Management Accountants. They have a strong association with the AICPA, as we know. Martin, as we bring this to a close, it's a great piece by Chiara at Right Networks. What are the takeaways here? Oh, the three that we just gave at the bottom there are the main ones. But basically, Kiara finishes the article by saying, and don't forget, once you hire that new employee, make sure all of their work is done in a cloud-hosted environment because using cloud hosting ensures that your small business, more sensitive financial information, is protected from theft or loss, secured and easy to access from any device at any time. I think that might be a commercial for right networks, you know. I think it might but, be, but she's entitled to do that. She's entitled to, to do that. So, but, but, you know, it, it's also a big deal for those accountants listening whose clients don't know the difference. And if you're a CPA, for example, and you're charging more than accountants and they're saying to you, why are you more expensive and you're struggling to justify the price, then this article is good for you to remind yourself as to all the sweat and tears you've been through to achieve the designation that you've got and to make sure that your client understands the difference in terms of quality and assurance. That's a really good point, Martin, just to finish. This is written for the business owner and the potential client of an accounting professional, and it's allowing them to make much better choices, but it's incumbent on the accounting professional to make the business case for their qualifications, their expertise, hiring them over and above somebody that is not qualified in any way and maintains professional standards and gives the client exactly what they're looking for. Well, thanks for listening to Insights in Accounting. We'll see you on the next show, but most importantly, do something with this. Build your commercial acumen, develop your professional knowledge, and be a better professional. Have a great day. Accounting Influencers Broadcast Network presents Insights in Accounting with Rob Brown and Martin Bissett. Giving you the edge for latest news, analysis, and recommendations in the accounting and fintech world. Sponsored by World First.